Welcome to the Problem Solving the Republic podcast. Today, Elliot and Brandon are joined by associate producer Tyrell Ventura. Hell, I'm listening to my podcast. Uh, hey, welcome back to the Problem Solving the Republic podcast. I'm one of the hosts, Elliot Divini. I'm Brandon Van Vliet. And we're joined today by a very special guest. Would you care to introduce yourself? <gasps> uh, Tyrell Ventura. Welcome back. Yes, good to be back. Yes. Thank you for doing it. Our... Thank you for coming up to the North Woods and yes. uh, doing this doing this this cast. It's very fun. Yeah. Uh, outside, cold, but good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So how you been? How've I been? Um I've been good, bad, lovely, wonderful, happy, sad, the gamut of human emotion that one can have. Um The kids live in life. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I had yeah, to deal with Brandon in L.A., which was which was really really <laughs> annoying. Um, Bit of babysit me. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, when he when he calls Rodeo Drive Rodeo Drive, <laughs> you know, in front of people. Yes. Um, if yeah, it's just it's the tough. two of you hanging out, it's okay. Yeah, that's you can fine. Kinda, you can yeah. stomach some of those. You know, uh, but it's comments. the other moments, you know, that, that really get you. Yeah. I did call it Rodeo, didn't I? I Rodeo drive. <laughs> Look, I promise when I move there, I won't be that. You know, when he, kept, when, he, when, he, when he kept, you know, asking when when we get to meet the Kardashians, it was, <laughs> you know, it was a little tough. You know. um, I could have swore time. I saw the one. He's know. still waiting. Yeah. Still waiting. Yeah, mm. it's gonna be waiting. some time. Yeah, you know, I mean, when we were in, you know, Burbank. Well, you know, I mean, that's that's essentially what I did. Is I just took him around to like really cheap places and told him it was Hollywood. And, like, you know, nice. You believe me? You I know. bought it hook, line, and sinker. I know. Yeah. We, we spent most of the time in the valley, and I just said, "Oh, that's Hollywood." You know. Yeah. I <laughs> maxed out my daddy's credit card. Yeah. It was so glorious. And called his parents in the middle of the night too, which oh, was nice. which was a tad diabolical. But yeah. um Oh no, they they needed to know I was staying. They were totally cool with it. Yeah, but you could have called them at like. 10 in the morning, not <laughs> 2 a.m. I would have been sleeping, though. They're Van Vleets. They were up. Yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> they, don't, they sleep, don't sleep. They don't sleep. They wait. wait right? <laughs> they wait by the phone for their child to call them. Yeah. You know? They're just, they're just looking at a picture yeah. of Brandon. I like, what Brandon's like, doing. They like, seemed like, more concerned about Ryan Kaiser than they well, were their own son. Rightfully so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's we're a all a little concern. concerned about Kaiser, yes. who I, I know is listening to this. Yeah. I think everyone's parents are concerned about Ryan Kaiser to some degree. <laughs> <laughs> very concerned about their daughters. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. <laughs> lock up your daughters. Yeah. No, I'm good. I've, I'm, uh, you know, life is all right for me right now. I'm, I've got a lot of interesting projects going on. I, I'm, I'm, I'm now been, you know, uh, told, ordered uh, to be a part of PSR. Yes. Uh, you can't see it right now, but Ty- Tyrell's at gunpoint for forcing him to work on. Yeah, it was tough. Yep. It was tough. They said they they said my family uh, or or the movie. Uh, I had to choose yes. uh, between the two, yep. uh, meaning that they were either going to kill my family um, or uh, I had to agree to be a part of their movie. Yeah, it's um, not so bad, right? It's not bad. It's yeah, fun. It's, it's a it's a shade under some of the negotiations I've had to do with like William Morris. <laughs> yes, okay. Not quite as bad. <laughs> not quite as violent as William okay. Morris. We're somewhere in the close. middle. Yeah, somewhere okay. in the middle. They're okay. learning. They're okay. learning. They're ready. They're exactly. ready. And yeah. you know this gun isn't loaded. And we're all talk. Yeah. Of course. So of course. Okay. It's Fire. a it's a squirt gun filled with acid. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thought it was urine. But... Well, welcome to the PSR production team. Mm. Yes. From the bottom we are, of our uh, hearts. On a serious note, honored honored to have you, sir. Well, thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about doing voiceover? I feel weird not having Dunbar here, man. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's he's, he's, uh, he's the fourth musketeer. 
He's laying by some pool should, right now. We should uh, get him in on Skype he's, or something. He's poor and living in the valley. No, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have no idea what he's doing. But <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he's anyway, fine. Um, yeah, so no, we're you know, getting the PSR thing going, which is fun. Problem solving the Republic. Yes. Got me involved in a good way. They sent me over a copy of the film. Got to watch it. Yes. And it was fantastic. And so I said, yes, of course, I'll give you my, my lovely voice to, yeah. to use in the film. And we're still getting it. Ah, yeah. yes. yes. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, whether or not I agree with the political message or not and all that, I don't care because at the end of the day, it's, it's a fun movie and sure. it was made with a lot of heart and that's how independent films should be made. That's all we have anymore is heart. We don't have any talent or money, but we have yeah. hearts. Yeah, there's been a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of regret and tears over in St. Paul where I'm at. But yeah, Well, you know, we like I was saying earlier, one percenters use the tear of tears of poor people for their saunas so you could make some really good money selling those tears nice yeah <laughs> well be, be a good gig i think yeah i know personally that mitt romney bathes in the tears of, of small children <laughs> yeah. from the streets yes i've sold <laughs> the only some thing of i mine. like about him is his hair Other he does that, have good hair yeah. I give him that. Yeah, who are you guys voting for this year Oh, Come on, now you're making a political film, so you got to talk politics yeah all right I, this is like the third time i've said this on this podcast but i'm voting for mike patton there you go. I don't even know who Mike Patton is. Oh, the God. lead singer of Faith No More and Mr. Bungle and Love It. He's my favorite musician. I'm so out of like my biggest. Yeah. I don't even know who these people are. Like, yeah. I know. Isn't that just horrible? Like, I'm going to vote for I mean, I give you credit. Musician. That's you, how you, you out know. of it. That, that's how bad I think our choices are. So, well, you know, they could be better. You know, I, I go, I usually, if I have to vote for one of the two parties, I, I, I vote for the person that, that I like who's, I, I vote for the better liar. Sure. The better looking one, the better looking well, liar. <laughs> I figure, you know, they're both going to end up doing the same thing once they're in office. So I figured, yeah. you know, who do I like lying to me more? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'd rather have a pretty, better yeah, I'd rather have a pretty guy lying to me. <laughs> yeah. Right. And, yeah. And then then yeah. it might be good to vote for Mitt this round because I could look at his hair for the next No, no. I see Obama's such a better liar than Mitt. Yeah. yeah. You know, like, when king. I listen to Obama, it's like he'll case it in a way. I'm like, oh, that sounds so cool. Yeah. You're not going to do it, but it sounds right. cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sell me. Sell me you on know. this big guy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's I know we, he's not going to do it. Or yeah. he'll get half of it done. And then he'll complain about the Republicans, and, the same yeah. way the other side does. But, Speaking but, of Obama, I showed Elliot last night at my place. Well, we were working on problem-solving Republic stuff, and I, I, I showed him the Obama deception by Alex, Alex Jones. Ah, yes. Yeah. yes. And, uh, the Alex Jones opus. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's quite impressive. It, it, it like, I thoroughly enjoyed it, yeah. Damn. The whole time. I think now yeah. I have to vote for Obama after seeing that. Mm. Yeah. It was... Alex is a, more or Alex less an endorsement. A, a genius, for, for a Obama. genius, a, a mad genius of a, of. A, there's a filmmaker in Alex. You know, yeah. I, I think Alex really needs to get involved with films. He's a storyteller. Yeah. Oh, he'd be great. You know, I mean, I think he needs a little better production quality at times. But hey, you know what? He's he's doing what he can. You know, but but, you know, Alex is a mad genius, and I have yeah. nothing but love for him. And he should he should he should get involved. The film world needs more Alex Jones. Movies. Absolutely, I agree. Yeah. I agree, yeah. and and he needs more caffeine too. A little bit, yeah. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. No, I love his energy. I sometimes well, I, I love Alex because Alex is that way all twenty four seven. That's just crazy. Really? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. He has no off switch. No. Like he wakes up and goes oh yeah. The other big news is uh, uh, conspiracy theory. Last right. time we talked about it, yeah, yeah. Now has an air date, November seventh, ten p.m. I know where I'll be November seventh, ten p.m. Watching True TV. 
Wait, is that the night after the election? Yes. Wow. Don't think that's probably not that's by design. Good, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good slot. No, we got a good cup. slate of shows this year. Uh, it'll be it, it's wild and woolly. It's it's you know they got us they got they had us running all over the countryside and chasing all sorts of stuff that I never thought I'd ever physically be chasing in my life. Yeah. Um, I produced the show the last two years and then nice. I produced it this year, but then given. Uh, my father's lawsuit against the TSA, he couldn't fly as much, so they put me on the show this year. And, oh, nice. Um, You're on, on screen. I'm on screen. Holy yeah, cow. Do you have the same beard that you have right now? No, I didn't have the beard then. I went for more of my uh, clean-cut, you know, Fox Mulder look then. Oh, okay, great. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I was going yes. more for that, you know, a little fedora, yeah. pea coat, you know. Because, folks, he's got this badass beard rocking right now. Yeah. Pretty jealous. Yeah, yeah, I think I, yeah. I well, I did Alex Jones's show the other day for the first time on a uh, uh, on Skype, mm -hmm. so they could oh, see nice. me. Yeah, and um, I had the same look going with the beard and the hair and everything. And uh, I think the best comment I saw under the talkbacks was. Uh, he looks like a Bond villain. <laughs> <laughs> what a compliment. He's kind of honored. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I, know, I can take that one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll be a Bond villain. That's exactly. all right. Exactly. That's what we all strive for. Yeah. Kind of. You know, I'm telling you. You know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> that is awesome. And I can't grow the beard, so I don't really? know how I'm going to pull that off. Yeah. I don't mind growing the beard. I mean, it, it's, it's, it's an interesting look. Yeah. I, it's funny. The last time I grew a beard, Obama was, was running for office. Uh-oh. So I don't know. There's uh, something about... Presidential racism the last oh, well, years I that I've grown beards for. I, don't I think know there should be a whole episode on conspiracy theory about the link between beards and Obama running for president, because apparently there is one. <laughs> it's the Obama deception. He's, he's <laughs> yes. deceiving people to know that there's razors available. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's got us all. <laughs> or after looking at the candidates, everyone's using razors for other things. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the razor, razor sales yeah. has like, oh, I don't want to cut my face. I'd rather just slit my wrists. Um, yeah, back to the election, I... I was sort of a big Ron Paul supporter, but it mm. seems like he's out now. So I'm trying to find the next best thing. Um, well, I mean, it depends on where your where your political viewpoints lies. I know that Gary Johnson's a good candidate from the Libertarian Party. Yes, um, you know he's a pretty stand up guy, from what I can tell. Yeah, you know, I haven't. I, I will admit I haven't done as much due diligence on the candidates as I probably should have this year, but I've been a little busy. Right. Uh, you know, chasing little green men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, who aren't named Ron Paul. Okay. Um, oh, that was a nasty dig at Ron. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't help myself. Um, yeah, I love Ron. Actually. I love Ron a lot. Um, but no, so you know, uh, no, Gary Johnson's a good guy to get behind. Um, you know, I think that he, whether you disagree with his political viewpoints or not, I, I, I get a good sense that he's at least honest about what he believes, which yeah. is a rarity. Uh, I don't think he has many strings attached to him. I think he's a good candidate. Right. You know, but again, you know, you got to vote your heart. No, am I mistaken that Gary Johnson was also the name of the lead character in um, the puppet movie Team America? God, was it? Because in that in that regard, he's definitely getting my vote. <laughs> Let's talk about that connection. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Wow. There's was the it? second it was episode. Gary, wasn't it? I think it was Gary Johnson. Yeah. Wow. Wow. He should run on that. Yeah. No, I, I, he would get my vote. <laughs> vote yeah. for me. Yeah. I was the lead puppet in, in, America, <laughs> right. Right. in, in the they, Trey Parker. They, movie. they made a puppet movie based on. <laughs> that was me. a hell of a movie, actually. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that was funnier than hell. <laughs> and uh, ironically, a big inspiration for PSR. I I, no, BSR is a good movie. I mean, it, well, it's you. one of those great things that you have to watch and enjoy because it kind of makes fun of everybody. It, it doesn't necessarily pick a political side to fall on as much as it mocks all the sides. Yes. But does it in a very smart way that's very, uh, I think, 
you know, you don't want to reference other things, but it's very kind of South Parkian humor and in in that very sure. intelligent humor. Little bit of toilet humor, literally toilet humor. Yes, um, and, <laughs> literally. Right, and you know it's a neat film, and uh, and you know one of the reasons I got behind it was that is that it's an aggra- it's a very aggressive political comedy that you don't see come out of the independent world that often. Um, yeah, and you know it was it was unique. You know, it's fun when you have characters that are you know you know, named after what they are right. <laughs> rather than, you know, their actual names. Right, yeah. um, And that's just, we're horrible at naming characters, so we just, that well, was easy shorthand. Well, there's a certain amount of laziness involved. Yeah. Um, every name or every name's been used. No, no, it's good stuff. Lazy. It, it right. was good stuff. You know, right. I don't I don't mind getting behind a film like that. You know, like I say, it's not about, it It it, it, it forces you to laugh at yourself. Yes. You know, which is, which is the key, I think, to any good political satire. You, you, know, right. you have to be able to laugh at yourself. You have to cringe yeah. and have uncomfortable laughs. And, 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 and it does that. It's great. Yeah. And, and you guys did a hell of a job. Oh, well, thank you. Know. you. But uh, Yeah, and if at any point we can make people at least uh, question their own values and their own kind of set of beliefs... That's a that's a score for us, you yeah, know. Yeah, I mean, I Just think they're trying the, to shake I, it up a I, I bit. think they did that with the Last Temptation of Christ, and you know how that yes. turned out. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> yes. I just, I mean, I when I see watch Manos in the Hands of Fate, I also question my own political beliefs. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> values. <laughs> when I watch The Room, I, I oh, question yes. my yeah. values. I question whether beliefs. or not I want to turn it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah. swear, if I ever run a studio someday, I'm going to give. Uh, I, I want to get the guy that made Birdemic mm. and the guy that made The Room. I want to give them both like lots of money to go make a movie together, together just yes. to see what happens. Yes. <laughs> just like, you don't <laughs> need a script, just... Yeah. Yeah, just, just no million. Million. Go. please write. Go. No, please write. Yeah. Dude, yeah. go balls out. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm oh, talking, yeah. I'll give them like $10 million. Yeah. So that'd be enjoyable to see what the hell they could I, come I would up go with see for it for sure. Yeah. 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 I'll put money into it. There's Let's a go. beauty to bad filmmaking. Yeah. Rare gem, Ed Wood. Come on. Absolutely. No, this is, yeah, the problem with politics is especially watching um, both of the conventions that just happened. Well, the dog and pony shows. Exactly. But they were both full of really good promises and really kind of uplifting ideas, but there weren't any logistics. Here's a thought. Yeah. Can you imagine what would have happened had, let's say, the Democrats, who, who universally talk about how they're for the poor people? Yes. What do you think? Why, if they're so for the poor people, or here's my idea. Take all the money that they spent on their mm-hmm. convention, mm-hmm. the millions upon millions of dollars to put on this pageant. What would have happened if they'd take that money and give it to the poor? I agree. Yeah. Charities, things like that, and said, you know what? We, we know that Obama's running. We don't have to go through the, right. the, the show <laughs> to say that he's nominated. Yeah. You know, uh, what if, we don't need that. We'll have him go on the air, do a speech, and on the speech he says, in lieu of a convention that we don't need to have, that's yeah. a waste of resources and energy in a time when our economics are at the worst they can be and people are starving in the streets and without jobs. In lieu of that, we are going to take the money that we gathered to have this convention and instead put it back into the system to help out some people to eat, to help out yeah. some poor people, you know, things of that nature. Can you imagine that would, I would have then voted for him. Yes. Yeah. I mean, do we know what that number is? What a oh, convention it, it, costs? What, fifty, fifty million dollars, probably? I would think so. You know, yeah. If not more. Yeah. You know, and and all. I mean, now I understand why the Republicans need their mock convention to say that they're nominating out of all the delegates, Mitt Romney, right. even though that was decided a long time ago. You know, but at least the Democrats had no excuse to have a convention. Why do they right. need a convention? Right. You know, I mean, beyond just the political thing of like vote for our guy. Yeah. Well, yeah. everyone knows that. 
you know, that's TV ads. Right. They needed a little get together, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, they, they could have just shot a little something with Obama, put it on YouTube for absolutely free. Well, he's the president. He can take airtime anytime he wants. Right, you know? right, but, right. you know, something like that. And just say the rest of the money that we would have spent on this, we're going to give back to the public. Yes. Damn. He would have been elected tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you know, then everyone would have been like, wow, these people really do care about it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what shows you that they don't, because right. any logical thinking person would look around the U.S. and say, wow, we're in dire straits and we're wasting all of this money just so we can dress up in tuxes and yeah. say nice things to, e- to each other. Right. Go to a few strip clubs and you yeah. know, do our thing as politicians. <laughs> you know, I like strip clubs. No, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> um, <laughs> But instead, you know, instead of showing heart, you know, they could have had a really great, amazing moment right there that showed that they actually do care about the people they're supposedly trying to get votes from. Yeah, strippers or otherwise, right? (laughs) Yeah. Well, they got that vote locked in. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I was going to say, that's their way of putting back into the economy as they go to the The one thing I was really happy about, though, is it was nice to see the Occupy protested both conventions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That was really cool to see. Yes. You know, because I'm I'm one of those people that doesn't believe that Occupy is funded by George Soros and shit like that. Mm hmm. I think that they actually are a legit group. Now, they have been, you know, they're trying to hijack them and turn them into, like, a left-wing group, like a, a left-wing Tea Party. Yeah. But, um, but no, I, 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 the Occupy people are legit people. Yeah. Know? And it's, and it's, and, and they're not all, like, crazy communist lefties. There's a ton of different cross-section of people at those mm-hmm. things. Right. A lot and, of hippies in there, I heard. Uh, the ones I was at, there was hippies, there was businessmen, there was all sorts of different people. It was, really, like, the one in L.A. that I went to quite a few times, it was all walks of life. It yeah. wasn't just, you know, the people that you'd expect. People right. aren't happy. No. No. no not at all. So know? what, can you recommend a way to become informed on candidates that's somewhat uh, Like an unbiased? alternative way? Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to put you on the spot. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I would say pay attention to third-party news. Okay. You know, pay, pay, yeah. pay attention to internet news. You know, pay att- I mean, you got to vet internet news because you don't know how much of its opinion and all that. And, mm-hmm. But you should do that anyway with any new news program you watch nowadays. Right. Most of what you get on networks all, you know, opinionated news. It's it's news that they, you know, tell you is news, but really isn't. It's all pushing an agenda. Right. But, you know, I, I would say, you know, go online, do the searching, go to third-party independent news sources to find out wh- what the candidates are really saying. Foreign news is good for that. Uh, BBC, Russian BBC. television. Um, places like that. Yes. Uh, you know, it's always, you know, it gives you a little bit of a step back away from the controlled media we have here to say, like, not saying that foreign media isn't controlled, too. Of course it is. It has mm-hmm. an agenda for the country that's it's coming right. from. But at least it gives you a little bit better idea of who's running. Or, you know, there's also the thing of just being due diligent. Find out who's all running. Go to their websites. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's yeah. that simple, too. Yeah. If you want to find out who the Libertarians are running, go to the Libertarian website. I'm pretty sure they have all the information there. Same with the Green Party. Same with that. There's a bunch of other parties beyond just the two. Yeah. You can go and find that out. And there's and, and you as a citizen have to take that responsibility. You know, that's right. one of the problems is that we as citizens want to be spoon-fed all of our information and not actually have to work for it. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that, the you know, you have to work a little bit to educate yourself. Right. You know, and, and so that means you actually have to take the time... You know, get off of YouTube and stop watching the guy get hit in the balls for the well, 300th time, as, yeah. you know, and actually educate yourself on who's running, you know. not that I'm laughing just hearing about the guy getting hit in the balls. See? Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't even have to see that's, it. I'm that guy watching it. Yeah. Like, yeah, yes. like, yeah. like oh, maybe but, I should know, turn this off and go look. Yeah, go inform myself that's about who's controlling my day. <laughs> well, you know, and the other big thing, too, that people have to realize, too, and you get caught up in presidential elections is that the president and, and national elections really have very little impact on your day-to-day life. The the elections that are 
that you should be paying attention to, that you should be focusing on, are your state and local elections. Mm -hmm. They're the people that decide what happens with your money a lot sooner than the feds do. Yes. You know, now they're not as cool and pageantry and, like, as neat. To right. talk about as the Fed stuff, but but really local elections are what's really important. They dictate right away where your money goes and right away your quality of life and right away, right. you know, focus on those elections. Right. And I I'm, voted for Al Franken last time because he was on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair enough. Yeah, you know, that's all right. You yeah. Know, you know. We can't fault I mean, you for that. Yeah. You know, I it's mean, your... hey, Chris Farley runs. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah. No. But, uh, no, I mean, I, you know, local elections. Pay attention right. to those. Right. Those mm. are the people that will take care of you the most. And that's where um, things regarding schools and roads are decided more or less, right? Well, I mean, the things the that kind of Property taxes. Us. Yeah. I mean, yeah. those are the taxes that hit you right away. Right. You know, and you can see direct results from. Yeah. You know, everyone always bitches, like, I don't really ever see the results from my government. Well, that's because you're paying attention to the feds. That that shit's like way up here. Yeah. You know, like you got to pay attention to local, city, state. Right. Those are the people that directly affect you know what's happening. Yeah. You know that, that's the key. You yes. know, but no one ever pays attention to that because they're not as glamorous. Right. You know, you know yeah. they're not as cool. It's not as rock star. You know, <laughs> exactly. like it's, you know, it, it's like star. it's like it's like would you you know do you want to go see? And I always equate it to this. It's like, are you gonna have more fun at the you know house show? You know, seeing uh, what's more fun, seeing Bob Dylan play in a giant fucking auditorium, yeah, or seeing him play at the local bar, right? To me, local bar is way better than the auditorium. Now, yeah. the auditorium has all the cool laser light show and shit to right. go with it, right? But the local bar is way cooler. You can get close to him, yeah. Right? You know, and, and that's the same thing with, with, with politics. Yeah. yeah, well, that's the same thing with politics. Like, you know, I would rather you know you got to pay attention to what's playing locally before you can pay attention to what's playing nationally, right? You know, and and you 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 can have more interaction locally and actually see results from what you believe in happening, right, uh, on a local level. Yeah, like here in Minnesota, damn it, do not let them amend the constitution. Yes. To oppress, you know, gay people from getting married. Right. It's the worst fucking thing you could possibly do. Right. You know, do, do not let them, uh, what was the other messed up thing they're doing up here too? Uh, I just saw it the other day. Oh, the voter ID shit. Oh, right. Oh my God. Yeah. Come on. You know, there's, there's no, uh, voter fraud is such a minute thing right now. Right. I mean, the amount of people like going up and faking that they can vote with a with a fake ID. Yeah. Right. That has no bearing. The <laughs> amount of like cases of that has no bearing on yeah. the outcome of such an extent that we need voter IDs for everything everyone who needs to vote. Yeah. No, that's that's by design to keep a certain section of people from voting. Right. That's all that is. It's, it has nothing to do with fraud. Yeah, it's, it's, it's such a small it's like percentage. A half of it doesn't a percent mean, or I mean, you know how many people they would have to get being fraudulent, like with fake ID. I mean, they'd have to bring in like 10,000 people with fake IDs just to influence the vote in one city. Right. Yeah. You know, and you're telling me that this is going to have a major effect on the national election? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You know, it's all a work. It's a work because they don't, they don't want poor people voting, essentially, no. is what it really breaks down to. You don't, because yeah. it's harder for a poor person to get an ID. You know how expensive it is to be poor? It's fucking expensive. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and I know, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. and and that and that's by design. They don't want poor people influencing election because then you might get candidates that actually give a shit about poor people, right? And we can't have that. No, 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 not <laughs> at not, all. You know. Well, you know, not when the one percent are paying, you know, fifty, sixty thousand for a jar of baby tears. Well, yeah, well, I know. <laughs> that's important stuff. You know, it's I mean, what, what is it? I think I, I in, in I think I saw this fact the other day that GE, being that they decided they didn't have to pay taxes, uh. 
you know, record profits, no taxes they paid in like what I think the last site, I think it was like in 2010 or something like that. They didn't pay any taxes yeah. because of the loopholes. They paid more to lobbyists than they did in taxes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, is, is that tax, the money you pay lobbyists? It's tax deductible. Uh, it's tax it? deductible, baby. Well, I suppose, yeah. It's tax man, deductible. We're in the wrong business. Yeah. I know, man. You're getting to that lobby game. Yeah, exactly. Set, yeah. But no, that's that's a that's a travesty. You yeah. Know, the, the the corporations will pay less in taxes than they right. do for lobbyists. And then you wonder, <laughs> like, is there corruption? Yes. You know, like, yeah. You know, why it, do you think that is? Right. You know, they would rather control than give back. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the lobby thing is scary, but I don't know how to I don't know how to fix it. It, it, uh, you you fix it you just by eliminate take, it? taking away the human rights that corporations were given by the Supreme Court. Right. And there's there's a there's a big yes. underground effort to try to make that happen. There's, yeah. There's people with petitions and things like that that are going to try to make that happen and voting for people that are going to reverse that. Mm -hmm. Right. It's a crazy time to be a human being. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best you have to offer to this conversation. Is it I mean, you guys are doing so scene. good. I'm just gonna I, mute I his mic. Came in and ruined it. Yeah, oh, right, right. Is that is that the is that the best you have to offer? The, yeah, the, the, this is the, my co-host over God here. Thank you, producer. Yeah, you know, thank God they don't day, let you right? anywhere near the script or the creative aspects of a project. <laughs> I think you should wear a red tie. It's, uh, yeah. Brandon's <laughs> job is to text people. Yeah. Hey, no, producers are good. Text I, people I've produced email. many times. Yeah, they're the unsung heroes. I, they are the unsung heroes. They're, they're the ringmasters. No glory. You know. All the pain, all the suffering. Oh, yeah. They don't even Bring have an Academy on. Award for producing. Not no. really. No. I mean, they go I mean, up best for best picture, picture but that's yeah. kind of for everybody. Yeah. You know? yeah, so that's, uh, yeah. Now, in your, in your experience in Hollywood, is mm -hmm. it similar to our experience where everyone just hates the producer and yells at him or her? And demands things uh, from depends. him or her. No, I mean it really depends on on what project you're working on. I okay, mean, yeah. You know, producing hurts. That's why. Yeah, I, that's I why mean, I'm if drunk you're, all if, you're the time. if you're working on if you're working on a big, big, big Hollywood film, the producer yeah. holds most of the power along sure. with the executives of the uh, studio. Uh, if you're working on an independent film, sadly, yes, the producer's the guy who has to say all the mean things. Yeah. But you have great producers out there that know how to who how to balance budgets and also allow artistic freedom and that's where right. the, that's where the good ones are, are really come to the forefront. But, right. But yep. yeah, no, generally, I do good with that, don't I, Elliot? Yeah. I mean, except for the budget part, because we're well, we're doing well, that was my salary. <laughs> you know. um, but, but yeah, but we could blame Obama for that. Yeah, so it's, it's not your fault. Or mine. Blame Tyrell for yeah. coming in and saying I I want a third of the money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. must be nice. <laughs> just horns are just growing out of his head. Yeah. Always, always. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, yeah. In our world, everyone uh, Brandon's the bad guy. So any any bad well, news good, comes from I, him. You know, a good producer kind of has to take on that thing of being the bad guy. You yeah. know, everybody else gets the sexy job. Well, I'm yeah. the director. Yes. You know, I'm I'm the I'm the actor. I'm the I miss being sexy. You yeah, know. I'm bringing sexy back. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna be a no, sexy producer. Yeah, because yeah. Brian Grazer is such a sexy man. <laughs> yeah. I actually like Brian Grazer. He has the same haircut I do. He does. Yeah, come to think of it, I don't like his movies, but I like him. <laughs> Hit or miss, I suppose. Right? Oh, come on. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like uh, I can't. Don't. Uh, All right, well, yeah. stay away from that subject. Changing get, the subject. Wow. If I get lost in the amount of bad films that I see every year, yeah, it's like people trying to tell me that Drive was a good movie. Oh, come uh oh, on. come I, on. Now you're gonna cross Brandon. Hey, I like that movie. Yeah, well, you're a producer. You would. What What have you seen? What have <laughs> you seen? It. Uh, <laughs> great that soundtrack. You liked? It was a great the soundtrack, soundtrack because I, I like the it. cinematography. I love it when the soundtrack tells me literally how I'm supposed to be feeling right. during a scene. You know, <laughs> right. when, when the soundtrack's telling me like, "Oh, he's a real person. He's a real hero." 
I kind of assumed that because that's what your movie and the dialogue did tell right. me. Not right. that the song needed to tell me that. Yes. Well, and I mean, you know, I, I am a heterosexual, but Gosling looks great with his shirt off. It's called Spade Spade. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He, <laughs> and did he you miss looks, that part? Or? He also looks great when he's walking through L.A. with a white coat covered in blood <laughs> and not a single extra at the restaurant looks up at him when he walks into the restaurant yeah. covered in blood. He's that cool. Because no one notices things like that when they're eating. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's a certain amount of, like, you know, when I'm on set, that's one of the things I try to pay attention to as a director. It shows you're doing your job. is like, you know, yeah. come here, Mr. AD. Right. All right, when our character walks into the busy restaurant and he's covered in blood, yeah, I kind of assume in real life people might take notice of that. Sure. Maybe we should have a few of them give a few looks over there. Do you think that's too much to ask? Yeah. I mean, I know we're paying them a hundred dollars a day and all, and they're just there to pretend to eat. But, right. but really, <laughs> maybe we could kind of have that because there might be someone in the audience yeah. that might look at that and say, "Wait a minute." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, I, I got I got to watch that scene again. I totally missed that. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Not a single person looked up. Really? At it. <laughs> like, you know, I, I don't know. These are little things that bother me because yeah. it takes me out of the movie. Yeah. Sure. You know, it's like it's like wait a minute. Yeah. You know, but come on. You get to see behind the curtain a little bit, right? Yeah. Like well, it sort of ruins I mean, the illusion. Human beings do things that are normal to human beings. Yeah. And you can't. You know, unless you're you're making a specific kind of movie that you don't need that to happen in, which which is all right. But, right. But other movies that want you to take it seriously. Yes. You kind of have to be serious, you know. Don't don't treat us like we're idiots. And folks, this is why we make comedies. We don't have to worry about any of this. <laughs> yeah, so you know, that's the key. <laughs> we don't I like care Drive, Drive had that '80s feel. Kind of remind me of, like Michael Mann stuff in the '80s. A little you bit, know, so. it's interesting because everything's you know. It's funny seeing like the retro '80 thing now. Mm, like, right. All the hipsters are basically pulling all the '80s fashion and kind of combining it with a little bit of '70s. And yeah. in the '90s stuff's coming back, and that's when I, I was cool. So I'm I getting know, excited right? about that. You yeah. know, any minute. I know now. it's hard to believe, yeah. folks. But Brandon was cool at one time. No, wh- when did this turn into like <laughs> make fun of me? Like you're the bad guy. We've been over this, oh, dude. This well, is what I'm I mean, talking I mean, about. I'm not going to get into Elliot's direction. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. What did you tell him? I, I put that in quotes. For a war. <laughs> yeah. You know, I don't direct. Called for. Yeah. Uh, uh, on that note, I think we're gonna call it quits here, folks. Uh, okay. Good because I'm too sensitive. We've reached at all. our time limit. Yeah. The fist fight's about to break out if we go any longer. Get over here. Um, <laughs> cool. We good? Any? Uh, well, thank you guys for having me. And it's yeah. Hey, thank you for coming and, uh, on. Yeah. Know, for coming good, on. Good, good work. And, and go check out PSR when it's available. It's a hell of a hell of a show. And, and check out Conspiracy Theory. And uh, you know, we'll keep busy. And uh, yes. me and me and Brandon worked on something together earlier that hopefully you'll see the light of day one of these days. And uh, yep. nice. Know, it'll be a goodie too. So take care of yourselves out there. Be safe and uh, pay attention on who you vote for. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Uh, signing off for the PSR podcast, I am Elliot Davini. And I'm the guy everyone makes fun of, Brandon. And? And I am um, Sam Rockwell. Okay. <laughs> Have a good night, folks. Thank you. Bye.